I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And we are live. Welcome to The Process. It's Friday, January 26th. I'm Josh Engelman, here to break down a seven-game NBA slate. It's a tough morning, not going to lie. My sports fandom has been rocked to the core to start off today. I hope everybody had a good night yesterday. I can't even talk. Oh, boys. So, news broke this morning. That Jurgen Klopp, the manager of Liverpool Football Club, will be stepping down at the end of the season. And I was not ready for that announcement in any way. It's tough. That man is the best manager or coach in all of sports. And I, I, I clearly I might be a little biased because he is the manager of my favorite team, but I mean, just the success, the the energy. I've never seen that before. I've never just full buy-in across the board from the moment he got there, changed the entire team and did so with a group of guys that, you know, across the years that would have ran through a wall for him. And now we got to figure out how to do it without him and without Pep and some of the other assistants. I'm, I'm hurting, man. I'm hurting. This is a tough start to my day. I apologize. I will snap out of that when we need to uh, when we need to break down some basketball. But this is like this happened like 30 minutes ago. I'm shook to the core. This is. I would have liked one more. Obviously, I would have liked one more year, but I want him. I wanted him to have one more crack. At the Champions League, I've got unfinished business with Real Madrid, and I want that one back more than ever. Oh, man. This is tough, man. This is really tough. This man has changed everything at Liverpool, and now we got to figure out what to do. <laughs> That's how I felt when I heard the Cowboys were keeping... McCarthy, that's funny. That's fun. That's it's. If you're having a draft of managers across sports, uh, like to me, he's the first pick. It's incredible. It's incredible what he's done. It's incredible how much 
energy that dude has. I assume other teams like really hate him, but strikes me as the type of guy that every single team would want as their manager because man, oh man, is it fun to root for. Oh, so I said it in my Liverpool group chat for Wilmington, and I will say it here as we sit at the top of the Premier League table. Hell of an NBA show, by the way. As we sit at the top of the Premier League table, as we're in the Carabao Cup final, and, you know, as we work our way through the Europa League and the FA Cup, I can only say this. There's only one thing left to do, and that's win the whole fucking thing. Thanks, Jurgen. All right, we got to talk basketball. Yesterday's slate happened. I have nothing else to add with regards to it. You would think fading Joel Embiid, fading the other two guys that were the most owned dudes would have been a profitable experience for me, but it was not. So I want to put yesterday's slate behind me. I just want to talk some basketball to distract my mind from the fact that I'm going to have a really sad Friday. So in the interest of not crying at my desk again at six o'clock in the morning, I'm going to go ahead and get this one started. Thank you guys for being here. I appreciate it. Hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell. So, you know, when everything goes live, follow me on Twitter at Josh Engelman. The coffee is here. I will rise today. I will grind today. I will not um be happy about any of it so cheers to you guys but more importantly the only place this cheers is going today oh my voice is cracking i don't like this at all cheers to you jürgen klopp thanks for everything Whew. a little dusty in here folks a little dusty in here Boohoo is right, Ron. Boohoo is right. These are real boohoos. These are real boohoos. All right, deep breath. I can do this. Tough day. Yeah, Harrison Barnes, big day. Didn't need that. Had Malik Monk. The Dallas Mavericks are two-point favorites in Atlanta. 243 total. Um, oh, man, I'm so shook. I can't even figure out what I'm supposed to be doing. Let's uh, look at injury reports. That's what we do around these parts. Injury reports. Six thirty injury report is out. Let's get that. Dallas, obviously, on the back to back. Aren't they not? Was that not yesterday? Was that two days ago? My brain is melted. Uh, I got nothing. Yeah, I guess that wasn't yesterday. That was two days ago. Wow. Where did the time go? <laughs> I can't even talk. Okay. Let's get deep breath. Ah. <sighs> Deep breath. Thank you, Ron. Figured it out. We got this. All right. Dallas Mavericks. Kyrie Irving, questionable. Maxi Kleba, probable. No Dwight Powell. Omax Prosper with the G League. On the Atlanta side, 
Clint Capella, questionable. Trey Young, questionable. Wes Matthews, questionable. So let's get everybody back in. We'll make some rate changes. But we're going to go ahead and pop Kyrie Irving in for 37. I think we're going to get Luca also in for 37. We're going to get Derek Lively in for 26. We are going to get Tim Hardaway in for 30. We get Maxi in for 20. We get Grant Williams in for 18. Derek Jones Jr. in for 26. All of this is looking pretty simple so far. We get... Josh Green in for 28. And then I got 18 for Dante Exum. We can, that'll work as a jumping off point for us so far. I need to grab Dallas rates where Luca and Kyrie both start. Because I know I have those these rates all tweaked for Kyrie being out. Oops, sorry. I got the bad view on for you guys, too. There we go. So, from a usage rate perspective, they're 12 and 10 when Luka and Kyrie both start. Luka's got the 36.5% usage rate. Kyrie is at 28. Maybe I don't have to change this as much as I thought I did. Tim Hardaway, I need to change. He drops down to 215 Assist rate. Yeah, that, one, that that comes down in a big way for Luca. I actually think the rest of this is going to be okay. Lively. Has this usage changed at all? Nope. So I think I have rates in here that are actually correct. Now, I'm assuming Luca's points prop is a little juiced because of the Q tag. It is currently sitting at 34 and a half. I actually have it at 35 and a half. So I'll bring that down a notch, I guess. Andre, it's nice. Love to see it, man. Love to see it. Mr. Horses and Slots says, Josh, you look sleepy, bro. Nah, I've just been crying at my desk. That's all. Just a little crying to start my day. It's nothing. We don't have to talk about it anymore. I would like to go back to sleep with like a pint of ice cream. I feel like a high school girl who just got broken up with. Oh, man. All right. On the Atlanta side, we obviously need to get Trey Young back in. We also obviously need to change some rates. It's helpful that this is a seven o'clock start, but um, so that we can manage this a little bit better. But let's get the Atlanta minutes in as well. I can bump up the view for. My minutes table for when I'm on it. <laughs> oh no, my kombucha. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. All right, let's get 35 in for Trey. Let's get 35 in for 
DeJounte Murray. Let's go to 25 for Clint Capella. I'm going to go 25 to Onyeko Kongwu. That might be too many. They play alongside of each other last time out. They did. Two minutes worth. That's what I like to see. And I got to bump Trey up to 37 to... Or to 36, rather. Jalen Johnson goes in for 35. Sadiq Bay goes in for 32. We get Bogdanovich in for 28. And then it's Garrison Matthews getting 15. Where am I hiding those final nine? Or am I not? I guess I'm not. Eight-man rotation, pretty rare. I guess Trent Forrest can uh, soak that up. That makes some sense. Let's grab rates for the Atlanta team. Funny how uh, both of these teams needed like a full-on reprojection. Murray started. Trey Young started. Jalen Johnson started. And we'll say DeAndre Hunter off. Oh, man. All right. Trey Young, 30% usage rate. Lots of guys viable here, I think. Uh, Sadiq Bey is going to sit at like 16. DeJounte Murray, 25 and a half. Go 25. Bogdanovich is at 25. That's interesting. Jalen Johnson, round 18. Then we need Capella and Okongwu. Okongwu, 13 and a half. Capella, 15 and a half. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Well, that's my projection for rates. Trey Young's at 26 and a half real points. Clint Capella's at 11 and a half. Those are the only two props that exist for right now. So I think we need to move forward with that information. Don't think that I have any other tweaks that I can make. Trey Young's assist rate looks fine. DeJounte Murray's assist rate is way too high as far as I'm concerned. I'm going to cut that down in a big way. Uh, Bogdanovich is fine. Rebounding, I don't think I need to make a different change for. So game one in the books. Dallas Mavericks, you know, you're looking at an 11-3 Luka. Obviously a great matchup for him. Uh, you know, 27th ranked defense for Atlanta, fourth in pace. But you'll have Luka as a payup option. We 
don't have Embiid. We don't have Giannis. We don't have Wemby on the slate. We don't have AD. So we don't really have the upper echelon of per minute dudes. No Embiid, no Jokic, no Giannis, no Wemby. OKC on this slate? OKC is, so Shea's there. No AD, no Halliburton, no Sabonis. Is Houston on this slate? They are, so then you get to Shangoon. Very interesting, very different slate today. Missing the top. Oh, Giannis does play. My apologies. Guys, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. So Giannis is on this slate. I, I don't have it today. I'm going to be terrible at my job. Uh, absolutely dreadful. <laughs> From now until the end of the day. It's going to be bad. So just be nice. Uh, you know how nice I am to chat usually. You guys be nice to me. We got there. We got there. I like Luca. I'm assuming I like Luca more than I like Giannis just because of this Cleveland matchup, but they are comparable totals. Kyrie for 9K is totally fine. I think Derek Lively, Maxi Kleba, Tim Hardaway Jr., all totally fine. Maxi's like not like he's like the most unfun dude to get to, but he's 3,300. On the Atlanta end, I think we actually like Atlanta quite a bit. I, I think 9,400 for Trey Young. Like, does he have a 10 assist prop? He does. Yeah, like 9,400 for Trey Young. I like that price. I like 4,600 for Anyeka Okongwu. But that man has not been playing well as of late. Now, Capella's at nine and a half rebounds. So I feel pretty good about my Okongwu projection. But I also have, like, he has not been playing well. Which is interesting. Jalen Johnson looks great at 7,300. I think Sadiq Bey looks great at 5,100. Uh, I like Capella at 5,600. I don't mind Bogdanovich. I really like Atlanta. Like, way more than I expected to. I don't know if any of these guys are going to get just outwardly jammed into lineups. But I think I'm going to have more of these guys than I would expect. Trey, Bay, Akongwu, Johnson, Capella. All 5X or higher to start the day. Something to keep in mind. We go to game two. Houston, five and a half point favorites in Charlotte. 223 total. For Houston, uh, we had no Jabari Smith last time out. No Jay Sean Tate last time out. Obviously, no Tari Eason last time out. Uh, on the injury report for Houston today, Reggie Bullock questionable, Notari Eason, Jayshon Tate questionable. So looks like we're getting Jabari Smith back. No fuss, no muss. But it also means that we're going to redo their rotation as per usual. We go 37 minutes to Fred Van Vliet. Backup point guard run to Aaron Holiday. I got to charge my watch. Forgot to do that. Alperin Shingun has been playing very big minutes as of late. 40, 42, 36 and a half, 39 and a half. Now that's OT, so we're talking like 34. I think we're talking 34 for him right now. It is a fantastic matchup, too. Let's get Shingun in for 34. 
Let's get Jabari Smith in for 33. Maybe 32. We'll get Dylan Brooks in for 33. We'll get Jalen Green in for 32, I guess. Are you really, guys? Man, I don't have any drop frames or anything. I thought it was running like aces. What's happening for it? I'm going to try to watch it on the live screen. Hmm. Oh, okay. I see it. Well, that's annoying. Let's see if we can fix it at least a little bit. Well, that kind of sucks, guys. My apologies. That's not what I wanted. I'm not sure there's anything that I could actually do to save that right now, unfortunately. Let me see if I can make one other change. Hopefully, I made a couple little tweaks. I hope that helps, but if it doesn't, I think I know what the issue is, and I can make that change for Monday, I guess. There's not much else I'm going to be able to do. Let's finish off this... Uh, let's finish off this Houston rotation. Maybe, maybe it's not my voice breaking up. Maybe it's me literally breaking up and crying on the inside. All right, let's let's finish off the rest of these guys. We'll get Jeff Green in there for 14 minutes. We'll get Amon Thompson in for 16. We'll get Jay Sean Tate in for 15. We'll get Cam Whitmore in for 15. We'll hide one minute on Jock Landale. Do not have to make any rate changes. So we can keep that moving and go directly to Charlotte. For the Hornets, Gordon Hayward out, Kyle Lowry out, Mark Williams out. So Hornets at full strength, which we f I feel like we don't get all that frequently. Last time out for the Hornets, we got 32 out of LaMelo Ball. We got a much bigger game out of Brandon Miller. We did see Frank Nilakina play as well. I'm going to go 33 to LaMelo Ball. I think we're going to go to 33 on Brandon Miller. 28 for Nick Richards. 28 for PJ. 38 for Miles Bridges. 
rest of these guys don't really matter when it comes to minutes. I guess we can take Thor's minutes, maybe give those a little bit to Frank Nilakina. Cody Martin, 28 minutes. What did he play last time out? 25. Maybe we take him down to 27 instead. Made a couple tweaks, so I hope that that helps. We'll see if it does or not. For right now, I think Charlotte and Houston are done. So let's take a look at Houston. All right, $8,600 Shangun. I think we're running right back to him. 1.37 DraftKings points per minute over the last 30 days. I basically have him projected at that rate. At that rate. Um, looking, you know, 24 and 10, somewhere in that neighborhood against Charlotte. Should smash. Love it. How much Kelly Olynyk did I have? Honestly, I don't know. Uh, but I have it open here so I can figure it out. A lot, I think. I had 30. So right around the field, I guess. But Sexton was 49%. I had 34. Embiid was 46. I only played 4% of Embiid, and I still had a bad night. And then who else was... Who's the third... Whoever the third big chalk piece was, I was way under on. My problem was I didn't have John Collins. I also faded him. That's what stung the most for me. Look, it's Alper and Shingun number one for Houston, but I like 6K Jalen Green at a fantasy point per minute against Charlotte. I like Fred Van Vliet at 7,700 here. He's been playing a lot better as of late, 1.12 fantasy points per minute. Um, Dylan Brooks, Jabari Smith. Like, you're getting to this entire starting five for Houston, which I don't think anybody's going to be too shocked by considering they play the Hornets. For the Hornets, though. Miles Bridges, 7,700, continues to be very in play, given the amount of minutes that he is playing. Um, am I okay with his points prop? It's 23 and a half to the under. I got 22. Yeah, that works. Uh, I like LaMelo at 9,800. little scary, but certainly looks good with no Terry Rozier. LaMelo's points prop is 26 and a half, juice to the over. I only have 25.7. Nick Richards always in play. Brandon Miller looks totally fine. And if you think he's playing a little bit more than 33 minutes, go for it. His points props 18 and a half. I'm actually going to give Brandon Miller an extra minute. So Brandon Miller looking good too. All right, two games down. Man, I am hurting. It is hard to keep concentrated. Phoenix Suns, nice. Ooh, they play Indy, though. 243 total. Very interesting here because we never get the Suns, but maybe the Pacers are just the way that you get to the Suns. Eric Gordon questionable, so we got to get him in. Pacers on the back-to-back. -back. Um, let's get Eric Gordon back in. Hasn't played the past two. You know, I figure we're giving him like 25 minutes. And if we do that, 
We're taking Saban Lee's fake minutes away. We're taking Kata Bates' Diop down to 12. We'll take another one off of Josh Akogi. Did Metu play this time? Played 13 minutes. I kind of don't mind taking his minutes away. Actually, we can cut Eubanks. And we'll go 8 to Metu, 9 to Eubanks. I have 38 in for... Durant, I kind of want to make that 37. The rest of this, I think, is fine. Now, for Indy, on the back-to-back, -back, so we don't know truly what they're doing. But I want to look at their rotations from yesterday and get an idea if anything changed. So they beat Philly by 12. Jalen Smith and Isaiah Jackson split the backup run for Turner. Wow. So because of that blowout, I had a ton of Miles Turner last night who was awesome. You know, 20 points, nine boards, three stocks, an assist, only in 27 minutes, which is heartbreaking. Um, but we got Jalen Smith as the direct backup in the first half. But he picked up three fouls and they kind of went to Isaiah Jackson. And then they continued to go to Jalen Smith until they couldn't. He picked up two more fouls and got to five. So I feel pretty good that Indy is going to maintain Jalen Smith as the backup center. Um... So that helps. We got Nemhard playing that full run, played 29 minutes. I feel good at this 26-22 split for him and TJ, for sure. I don't think I'm going to have to move anything major around. You know, Pascal Siakam still played 30. So I feel good here. We did see Buddy Heal get a little bit more run, but I don't think I'm making any changes for Indy right now. I think they're basically doing exactly what we expected them to. So on the Phoenix side, we do have, well, the problem here is that Phoenix is going to be interesting, but they're all still going to look the same. Like Durant, Nurkic, Booker, Beal, all pretty similar relative to salary. I think Durant is the first guy that you want to get to. These guys are just more in play than they normally are. I mean, Durant's points props, 29 and a half. Booker's is at 28 and a half. Beal's at close to 20. They soak up so much of this. Grayson Allen's going to get all of his open three-point looks. You know, you're, you've, got your, you've got a keen eye on the starters here. I think this is a really nice spot for Yusuf Nurkic, but I might have him, like, wildly over-projected. I'm going to cut that usage rate down quite a bit. So I might be getting to a little bit too much Nurk. I got to look at these rates. What is Yusuf Nurkic's usage rate when Durant starts, Beal starts, and Booker starts? And I guess we'll say Yusuf Nurkic starts. 
Because I got it at, well, I had it at 21. I don't feel like I can keep it there. It's at 20 on the dot. Okay, that helps. The rebounding is massive for him right now. To the point where I can't even change it. Is the assist rate crazy? Nope. Yeah, I just like use of Nurkic. If that dude's playing 27 minutes a night, and it appears that he is. Uh, all right, I'm going to take a minute off of him. We'll get him down to 26. Maybe that'll do it. That's a little bit more reasonable. S&P, good looking out on that Siakam shout. He once again looks good at 7,500. I have his assist prop at four and a half. Let's see if there's anything actionable in the market. It's at four and a half juice to the over. I'm going to give him a little tweak to his assist rate. Give him that little bump to get him up to five. That looks good. But... It's Siakam, it's Turner once again at 6,300. Like, I'm going straight back there for sure. I'll have a little Nemhard, a little Matherin, a little Neesmith. But Turner and Siakam are the two main dudes from Indy. Good game. Great start to the slate, honestly. Really good 7 o'clocks. We got the Clippers. 7.5 point favorites in Toronto. 234 total. For L.A., normal rotation. Now, the Raptors are going to be a little bit different because they are going to be without Emmanuel quickly. So that's going to make, uh, I'm guessing, Dennis Schroeder look quite a bit different. For the Clippers, I'm imagining we don't make major changes here. This is just what they've been doing. So 36 for Harden. I'm going to go to 37. Uh, 36 for Paul George. I'm going to keep 35 for Leonard is going to become 36. Everybody else I think is fine. And it's not like you play anybody else for the Clippers anyway. On Toronto. So we got to get quickly out of there. Have to assume that we're getting a bigger dose of Dennis Schroeder with no quickly. Schroeder's minutes have been down pretty dramatically. I just have to guess that that changes. You know, you figure he starts, I'm guessing 30 minutes. We've been doing, we've just been all over the map with center minutes. So let's get Scotty Barnes in for 36. For right now, we'll go 35 to R.J. Barrett. We'll get, I don't know, 31, 30 to Gary Trent. At least for right now, we're going to be able to bump these guys up. This should be a day where Bruce Brown gets a very extended role now with this team. You know, Can we get him up to like 30 minutes? Probably. You know, we go to 30 on Bruce Brown. This is where it starts to get a little squirrely. So, 
what do we do? Like 21, 22 to Thad Young. Jonte Porter's minutes are just so all over the map. You know, do we do like 17? I mean, like who? And then Boucher for 14? Something like that? That leaves me nine minutes, which I'm going to give to Grady Dick. That should be fine now. Quickly off will be a little interesting. We, we need to grab Toronto rates and massage them a little bit for like Siakam off, Ananobi off, and quickly off. And just kind of get an idea of what that's going to look like. I think this is going to be like a pretty sizable bump to RJ Barrett. Chris Boucher has played 280 minutes with Siakam, Ananobi, and quickly off. That's interesting. Barnes is at 279. A little bit of a usage bump. We'll go ahead and handle that. Gary Trent is at 21% usage. We'll bump him up. Schroeder is at like 19. We'll bump him up. Boucher doesn't really move. RJ Barrett has only played 84 minutes in this scenario. He gets a little bit of a, a usage bump. I don't care too much about moving Thad Young around. He's not that kind of guy. Bruce Brown's only played 34 minutes in that scenario. Do we have any props for Toronto yet? RJ Barrett's at 21 and a half. I got 22.3. Perfect. Barnes is at 21 and a half. I got 22.3. Perfect. Trent is at 12 and a half. Juice to the over. Call it 13. All right. I got 14.8. That might be a little high on Gary Trent. We'll do something like that. Wait, do I still have? Oh, I still have a ton of minutes to distribute to this team. How's that possible? Who the hell is the backup point guard for Toronto tonight? Because I'm a guy short. Well, let's get... Let's get Grady Dick a couple extra minutes. Certainly makes me think that Shooter's live to play more. Definitely makes me feel that RJ Barrett is live to play more. Barrett played 37 last time out. Yeah, I'm going another minute. I'm take I'm taking RJ Barrett. No, I'm going to leave him there because that points prop was fine. Who am I missing for this team right now? Or am I just light on everybody? <sighs> they don't really have anybody else, I guess. Like Jordan Wara? No. I don't really know who they're going to play here. This is kind of tricky. Maybe Jaden McDaniels? Is that... But, like, that seems wrong. I don't exactly see anybody that I'm supposed to be bumping here, though. All right, we're going to take... Grady Dick up to 15... 
That leaves me 13 that I can hide on McDaniels. I don't I don't want to go too high on Schroeder and like the props don't match Gary Trent. So I think we're okay with what I have in here right now. McDaniels has played 145 minutes in this scenario, so I do feel a bit better. We do see the assist rate of Schroeder go up a bit. We do see the assist rate of Scotty Barnes go up a bit. RJ Barrett, though, in 84 minutes. Very big assist rate jump. Does he have an assist prop? Barrett is at three and a half juice to the under. Okay, nothing crazy. Scotty Barnes is the other guy. Six and a half juice to the over. All right. So I'm going to leave Anna, take Ananobi out of this equation and just take off Siakam and quickly. That takes us to a Scotty Barnes assist rate of close to nine. That helps me get him up a little bit higher, but I'm still probably like an assist short on Scotty Barnes, and I don't know where I'm going to pull that from. Schroeder's also goes up a little bit when it's no Siakam, no quickly. And I'm guessing like Bruce Brown probably has a little bit of a assist rate bump, but we're going to say that's Toronto. Tough team to break down right now. For the Clippers, uh, I like Kawhi at 8,600, but you know he's going to look a lot like James Harden. He's going to look similar to Paul George. You know, you've got Mason Plumlee there at 4,300. Do we feel comfortable with Mason Plumlee at 22 minutes? think so no probably not let's probably make that 21 but still in play as a value center clippers are rarely exciting now toronto $8,500 scotty barnes $7,100 rj barrett Guard forward eligibility both get bumps to usage and assist rates with these guys being gone $5,200 Dennis Schroeder is obviously stepping into a bigger role than he has with Quickly here. That value is going to be hard to ignore. I think Gary Trent looks solid enough at 4800 just because they don't really have many other options. Toronto looks good. Bruce Brown's all right, but Barrett and Barnes, those are the two guys. There we go. Three to go. Orlando, five-point favorites in Memphis. 212 total. This is going to be ugly. Very ugly. Uh, same guys that are normally out for Orlando are Santi Aldama is questionable for today. So we will potentially get one real person back. Kennard also available for today. Orlando, I'm imagining we don't really move around. Uh, I got to get Fultz in though. So I guess I am moving something around. Last time out for Orlando was... Where the hell is... When did they last play? 22nd? Is that real? Yep, that's real. Uh, that game didn't have faults. 
No. Okay, that's frustrating. Goga is just now, like, basically not playing. Fultz got 29 minutes and 30 minutes in two separate games. Um, That's also incredibly concerning. I think we're going, like, 27 Fultz. Like, 27 Jalen Suggs. Wendell Carter Jr. has played increased minutes. We'll go 29. And then you get Mo Wagner. You know, just playing real minutes off the bench. Maybe I go 14. We hide five on Goga. We get Bancaro in for 35. We get Franz in for... How long has he been back? Two games. Got to 28 in his return. Played less on the back-to-back because of the blowout. I don't know, 32? That all seems okay. Cole Anthony plays about 20. You know, you get John Isaac playing minimal minutes. You get... Joe Ingles playing relatively minimal minutes. Yet, man, how many guys are they going to play? I guess you get Caleb Houston playing something. Really curious to see what we're going to get out of Fultz here. Him being back is like. Oddly important. Because he has barely played. Markel Fultz has played in 12 games this year. 292 minutes. He's at 17% usage when he plays. So I don't actually have to make any changes there. Now, I might be projecting Paolo Bancaro for a little bit too much in the points department. He's at 21 and a half. I got 23 and a half. Makes sense. I can bring that down. Franz is at 18 and a half. I got 20. I'm guessing I can cut his usage rate. We can. Wendell Carter Jr. is at 11 and a half, so we're good there. Suggs is at 10 and a half. We're a little high there. What's Suggs' usage rate in games where Fultz plays? Still 20. Final guy to look at is Fultz, whose points prop is 10.5. So we're okay where we're at there. No real changes to assist rates that I see us needing to get. So I think Orlando's fine. This With this low total, I'm not confident anything looks amazing. Now, for Memphis, this is obviously a team that is a gigantic pain in the ass. Uh, we got to redo the entire rotation. So I assume if Santi Aldama is available to play, that he is going to play. What we want to look at is not the 24th game for Memphis. What we want to look at is the 22nd game for Memphis. That's the one that also has Luke Kennard and Santi Aldama both starting. So let's start by getting... Let's assume they go back to that same starting lineup. So I think we get, you know, 32 minutes out of Jaron Jackson. 
I'm going to say we get backup center run out of Xavier Tillman. Then we get Santi Aldama, who played 23 minutes but didn't close that game in any way because of getting hurt. You know, I think 26 or 27 sort of has to be the case. Let's just see. Hassan, how many games has Santi Aldama started this year? Aldama has started seven games on the year. He's played 194 minutes in those seven starts. He's averaging 28 minutes per start. I think you got to go to at least 27. Then we get John Conchar. Let's do the same thing for Conchar. John Conchar has started how many games? Six games for Conchar, 162 minutes in those starts, 27. I'm going to go 28 minutes to John Conchar. I'm going to go, you know, 30 to Luke Kennard. Maybe 31 to Luke Kennard. And then we get Vince Williams in for 34. I think we're going to get Jacob Gilliard. In that game, he played 13 minutes. I'm going to give him 14 for right now. I'm going to get Big Body Roddy in for 24. I think we get Gigi Jackson in for like 18. That leaves me 16 for Zaire Williams. can handle that. That seems okay. I really don't think I need to move rates around all that much either. Anxious to see Memphis at the very least. Now, Orlando does not look good. These are all very uninteresting options. They're all below five. Like, Franz, Suggs, Bolts, Bancaro, Carter. They're the guys that you can play. But we've mentioned so many dudes that are 5x values right now, and all five of those guys are below that. 212 total is really hard to make up for. Memphis, on the other hand, has a $5,100 Santi Aldama. Why does everybody keep saying Pippen? Scotty Pippen is not playing today if, Scott, if Santi Aldama is in. Zero minutes. Aldama at 5,100. Looks great, which is not fun. Doesn't have a points prop, but let's just, out of curiosity, Bane off. Rose off, Smart off, Jaw off. What is the usage rate on Santi Aldama? Played 193 minutes. It's 24%, so I'm not moving it. Aldama looks great. $5,100 power forward center. If he's able to play, and assuming he starts, he's going to look like one of the better options today. 7,700 power forward center Triple J looking tasty. 25.5 points prop. Juice to the over. I only have him at 24. Um... You know, he's at a 36% usage rate with all of those guys off. 
Dude is not finding it difficult to take shots. I'm bumping him up. He looks even better. It's big time Jaron Jackson Jr. here. How could it not be? His points prop right now is 25 and a half juice to the over. Even if you want to say that I'm a little bit optimistic. I got him right on that number, 25.7. Looks great. Vince Williams is at 13 and a half. Luke Kennard is at 14 and a half. These guys all look good. But Jaron Jackson and Santi Aldama are overwhelming priorities today. Jackson's rebound prop is five and a half juice to the over. I only have 6.3. So I actually think that this projection is fa fine. Like fine. I think Jaron Jackson is the best dude we've seen so far, which is not what I expected to see in a 212 total game, but he's very important. We go to Cleveland. For the Cavs, five and a half point dogs against Milwaukee. Spoiler alert, we've seen this game multiple times. The Milwaukee Bucks, or sorry, the Cleveland Cavaliers are about to face the Milwaukee Bucks for the third time in a week, basically. And all three times that they've faced Milwaukee, Milwaukee will have a different coach. <laughs> Adrian Griffin got the first one, Joe Prunty got the second one, and I assume we get Doc Rivers for this one. That's insane. All right, so for Cleveland, no Garland, no Mobley. Bucks have Giannis probable. I, I mean, we're not changing anything here, right? Like, this is just, we know what we're doing. I've got the same rotation in here that I normally do. Are we just seeing more Sam Merrill as of late? It feels like we are. We're going to take down Okoro a bit. And bump Sam Merrill. The rest of this seems fine. Uh, did they go to anybody else, actually? Jones got 10 minutes. Interesting. So they went to like a Dean Wade or a George Niang at the five for a couple minutes. That's mildly relevant. Hide those extra minutes on Pete Nance instead. I think we're okay with Cleveland, and I'm guessing we're perfectly fine with Milwaukee, too. Um, now, did we not see Andre Jackson last time out? No, we did not. Went back to campaign in lieu of Andre Jackson. Okay. That is mildly confusing. 36 for Dame, 36 for Giannis. Middleton played 32. I guess we're going to cut a lot of Andre Jackson here. I got 21 for Portis. Portis played 25 the past two games. We're going to bump that up. Get him up to 23. We get Jay Crowder in for 16. 
Pat Connaughton in for 16. I guess we're going to get campaign in as backup point guard, which then leaves me the six minutes I could hide on Andre Jackson. Not a lot to say for Cleveland and Milwaukee since we just did it. Cleveland, Donovan Mitchell, 9,500. Stop me if you've heard this before, but he looks really good. I might need to deal with Isaac Okoro because that guy looks like value, but he sucks. Doesn't have a points prop. How many minutes did he play last time out? Played 24. I got him over projected. Let's take another minute. Take him down to 25. Hopefully that softens the blow. Um, I mean, he's going to look like a value play at small forward power forward because he's 3,700. Jared Allen's fine. Karis LeVert is fine, actually, at 5,600 guard forward. But it's the Donovan Mitchell show. And then on the opposite side, you get Giannis at 11K. Now, I got to look at his props. 31 and a half points is perfect. He's at 12 and a half rebounds. I'm a rebound shy, but I'm okay with that. And then assist, seven and a half. Okay, I'm at 5.7. So I am way light on the assist numbers for Giannis. Is that an expectation thing? Let's say... I'm going to add a date filter. So today is January 26th, December 20. Let's see. Let's say since last. Let's say since Christmas. Milwaukee. Starting Giannis, Dame, and Middleton. Are we seeing Giannis like handle the ball more? Assist rate is at nine and a half per 100. Yeah, he is. He has been handling the ball more over the past month. So I can get him up to six and a half. Is Dame doing it less? Uh, a little bit. Middleton also has a massive assist rate bump there, too. What's his assist prop? Five and a half to the under. I got him at 5.2. Okay, that works. Is the rebounding rate up as well? 14.4. That's up. Yeah. Okay. Big time rate bump to Giannis. Over the past month. I don't know how believable it is, but I'm, I'm believing. Middleton has been much less involved on the rebounding side. Let's bring that down. Usage moving around at all? Not really there. Not really for Dame. Not really for Middleton. All right. That's a very big change to Giannis because now he is unequivocally ahead of Luka for me unless we get Kyrie out. Because that's a pretty big rate bump for him. 1.83 fantasy points per minute over the last 30 days for Giannis as well. Uh, we've got Middleton, who I still... Th like. I liked him a lot last time out. I like him again here. 6,300 guard forward. 1.18 fantasy points per minute over the last 30 days. I mean, 
I'm a believer in that assist rate going up as well with Doc coming in. I think you're just going to see a lot more Dame Giannis pick and rolls. And like, just th these guys are just going to be involved in the action so much more. I don't I don't mind this at all. I want to get a lot of Giannis as a payup. I want to get I'm going to get a lot of Chris Middleton, I assume. And then Brooke Lopez looks totally fine at 6K. Game hard to get to at 8,900, oddly enough. We close it out. Final game. They dropped the late game, which I'm pretty happy about. But it's a Friday, so I don't mind too much. OKC, two and a half point dogs in New Orleans, 241 total. This is a battle of two very good teams. Uh, like, don't look now, but the Pelicans are sneaky. I hope they make a move. OKC, second in net rating. Pelicans right now are eighth in net rating. Very, very interesting. So, for OKC, injury report-wise, everybody's in. For New Orleans, everybody's in. I can't imagine we're really moving much around here. This is a team that doesn't... These are two teams that don't really deviate all that much. I got 34 for Shea. Which honestly feels a little light. But, like, I'm not moving around OKC. Just out of curiosity, Shea points prop. I just want to check that just to make sure. 32 and a half to the over. Okay. So I'm going to get him up to 35. Has Shea's usage been doing a similar thing to Giannis? Let's get Shea, Chet, Jalen Williams, Giddy, and Dort all starting. We'll do the same thing since Christmas. Usage rate on SGA. They've started 16 games like that. 31. No. Okay, so that hasn't moved. So I can't bump him as much as what the market is showing right now. I want to see where that ends up. So I'm going to keep OKC where they are. We're going to switch to New Orleans. And then uh, I'm assuming we're also not changing up anything for the New Orleans side. Yeah, they play the same minutes every night. Joval looks fine. Nance looks fine. Zion looks fine. Ingram looks fine. CJ looks fine. I don't have any changes here to make for this team at all. It's really weird. Uh, final game. OKC. I mean, this is number four team in offensive rating, number six team in defensive rating, number two in net rating, OKC. Number 10 in offense, 9 in defense, 8 in net rating for the Pels. This is, they're both top 10 in pace, too. This is a really good game. I like the future of both teams. It's really weird. I just, I hate, hate, hate that CJ McCollum contract so much. Like, New Orleans is going to rue that so bad. For OKC, look, I like Shea at 10-1. And he projects well. I got him at 1.53 fantasy points per minute. He's at 1.54 over the past 30 days. But I can't get to his points prop. Or he would look a little bit better. 
His assist prop is six and a half juice to the under. I have 6.2. So I don't want to add anything there. He looks good. So does Chet at 7,200. And then you could work in Jalen Williams, Josh Giddy, and Lou Dort. On the Pels side, kind of the same thing we always see. Ingram, McCollum, Herb Jones, Zion. I mean, Ingram, McCollum, and Zion, they're they're all it, this is like the like a wor- a worse version of the Clippers. They're all in the mid-7Ks. CJ's been playing great as of late. But like if I look at their points props. Zion's 21 and a half to the over. I've got that covered. Ingram's at 19 and a half. I've got that covered. BI's at 17 and a half. I've got that covered. Those are the guys you're looking for, plus a little bit of Herb Jones. Very balanced slate. We didn't have a lot that like separated from the pack. Now we need to go ahead and run a crunch and figure out what we actually have here. So thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for bearing with me at the start of the show. Very emotional time for me. I kind of forgot about it after talking for a bit, which is really helping me. Because it's a it's a rough morning in the Engelman household. Yeah, if they start him again, that's going to be interesting, SMP. All right, optimal lineups on DraftKings. 275.2. We've got two of them at that number. Schroeder, Barrett, Barnes, Aldama, Okongwu, Kennard, Middleton, Jaron Jackson. So, like, all of that makes perfect sense to me. You could also swap out Dennis Schroeder and... Luke Kennard for Donovan Mitchell and Sadiq Bay. No, Donovan... Oh, it's three people. Dennis Schroeder, Scotty Barnes, and Luke Kennard for Donovan Mitchell, Herb Jones, and Sadiq Bay. Jaron Jackson was in 94%. And Yeko Okongwu was in 94%. Barrett and Schroeder were both in the 70s. Middleton, Aldama, Barnes in the 60s. Sadiq Bay at 50 That's very curious. Finally, we add in randomness. Now, I'm expecting very flat. I'm also expecting Jaron Jackson and Okongwu to be at the top. Overwhelming Okongwu. I wonder if I'm on an island here. But if he's playing 25 minutes a night, $4,600 power forward center. Like, we're talking about... Let me just look at one thing here. We'll do that needs to go up. So that needs to go down. All right. So Okongwu is 4,600. The like you absolutely have to have him score is going to be like 37 fantasy points. So if he puts up 37 today, you're like, yes, nailed it. That would be an 8x score. In 20, if he plays 25 minutes and does it, that's 1.5 fantasy points per minute. I don't think that's crazy at all. And obviously could play more if anything goes wrong with Capella. You know, he had a 26-minute and a 27-minute game relatively recently. I don't hate that at all. I think Inyeka Okongwu looks really good. Aldama, Schroeder. 
Yeah, you got Isaac Okoro showing up as, because of that ultra low price tag. He fell five hundred dollars down to thirty seven hundred. So you know, someone like him, where you know you're looking for a little over thirty, doesn't seem ideal, but could get there. All right. That's going to be DraftKings. Let's look at FanDuel before we close it out for the weekend. So on FanDuel, what do we have? Obviously going to look way different. Did FanDuel drop even more games? That's football. Yeah, oh yeah, they dropped a couple of games. Definitely not going to be able to use my NBA projections on football. So we drop that in. Optimal lineup on FanDuel, 289.61. That's the optimal by .22. Donovan Mitchell, Andrew Nemhard, Gary Trent, Benedict Matherin. Kawhi Leonard, R.J. Barrett, Santi Aldama, Aaron Neesmith, and Pascal Siakam. Lots of pacers on the FanDuel side. Nemhard was in just about everything. He had 33.5 yesterday at 5,100. Same price again today. Took 15 shots. This is the Nemhard I've been telling everybody about. Didn't help that he had six turnovers. That probably stung a bit on the FanDuel scoring. Kawhi looking really good. While he, like, Kawhi looking really good, Mitchell looking really good, Benedict Matherin looking really good. If we let, add in our randomness, I can barely talk. What do we get? Nemhard at the top of the list on FanDuel. Gary Trent, Lou Dort, Herb Jones, Sadiq Bey. R.J. Barrett, Pascal Siakam, Benedict Matherin, Maxi Kleba. That's all I got, folks. I don't have anything left in me. The sadness is overwhelming. And it's back in my brain again. So I am going to get out of here. It's been a great show. It's been a great week. I hope you guys have some success. I hope you have a great weekend. But for now, I'm done till Sunday morning. So enjoy your Saturday. Sleep in. I know I will. I will talk to you guys later this was the process.